It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is August 21st, 2018. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today is Lieutenant Colonel uh, Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary, and as always, it is great to be with you. Oh, I appreciate that, Bill. And Bill always comes up with some good news articles, and today is uh, uh, another uh, proof of that. Now, our new VA secretary faces case appeals backlog. Tell us about that, Bill. Well, yes, uh, the new secretary of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, Robert Wilkie, is facing a backlog of more than 400,000 cases that are up for appeals. Hmm. Now, uh, Gary, as you know, because you've received one of these letters talking about uh, transforming the appeals process through the Rapid Appeals Modernization Plan, which is known as RAMP. Right. Now, the, 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 uh, the plan was to have RAMP in place, fully in place, by February of 2019. And with 75% of this, with the uh, changes in the uh, IT setup, uh, by August, this month that we're in right now, but we've only reached uh, 35% of that. So uh, that's uh, going to kind of prolong the situation with RAMP. And uh, we've had our discussions in the past about... uh, the pros and cons of ramp. And Gary, a, a related story to this that I think is very important for our listening audience is the, oh, yes. the VA's Office of Inspector General just completed a study uh, which indicated that uh, 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 veterans uh, were being required by employees of the uh, VA uh, to undergo unwarranted medical reexaminations to continue getting benefits in over one-third of the cases studied. Now, reexaminations are important, Gary, in the appropriate situation to ensure taxpayer dollars are appropriately spent. But unwanted reexaminations cause undue hardship for veterans, and uh, it's not a good expenditure of taxpayer funds. So how many times have we uh, been confronted with large backlogs of cases uh, for adjudication? In in this case, in the appeals process, it seems like we've come full circle again. Yes, and uh, again, I think they should find a a different way of spending their money. Um, I think this is totally wrong, but that's my opinion. Well, that that's a great opinion. I support your opinion. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Well, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest, Bill? 
And in fact, we had we had this organization on back in uh, April of 2016, and that's all they did from from since then is improve. So why don't you well, go ahead Gary, and introduce it them? is indeed a an honor and a pleasure to introduce our guest today, Cindy McGrew. Cindy is the founder and chief executive officer for Operation Second Chance. Uh, she worked for 18 and a half years with Lake Mason, which is now Morgan Stanley, as a client service representative. Cindy left her full-time job to devote her efforts to full-time to Operation Second Chance. Cindy began this mission of hope out of love for our country, pride in being an American, and a huge respect for those serving in the military. Cindy learned patriotism and love for country at a very young age. She has four older brothers that served in various branches of the military, two Marines and two Army. That's a combination, uh, Gary. Right. Three of her brothers uh, served in combat. Her brother Ted was fortunate to have West Point as his duty station. Her older brother was injured while serving our country. Cindy remembers how her brothers were treated when they returned home from Vietnam, and she vowed to do all that she could see to do that future heroes were not treated that way again. As a teenager, Cindy wore a special prisoner of war missing in action bracelet as a constant reminder we still had soldiers missing to this day. They are not forgotten. Cindy and Operation Second Chance remains dedicated to assisting our wounded, injured, and ill veterans and works very hard to fill the gaps when funding is needed. Cindy McGrew, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Cindy. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, you've been you've been uh, doing this now as far as um, OSC for 14 years? Yes. Um, I started going to Walter Reed visiting in 2004 when my friend was deployed to Iraq and um, saw, started seeing parents crying in the hall, wondering how they're going to make a mortgage payment, or they asked me to look after their son or daughter because they had to get back home to other children that they had. Um, so in January of 2005 is when I set the paperwork in motion to become a, a nonprofit. I just wanted to be able to help on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing this 14 years, and uh, what gave you the incentive to actually get into the detail end of it, like the, the mortgage payments, because you saw it happen? Is that, that how it all happened? Yes, um, just seeing mothers standing out in the hall, excuse me, crying, wondering how they were going to make a mortgage payment. Um, they might have been a single family income, and they had to get back home and take care of the other children that were home. And the, the guys that, and gals that I were seeing at the time were um, between 18 and 23. So they, in a sense, were you know, very young themselves and, and 
Um, I just saw a need and wanted to be able to help on a larger scale. I, I was collecting little, you know, I'd get to work and there'd be a little um, note on my desk with $20 or so to say, here, buy something for your soldiers. And I realized, well, $20 won't be enough to pay a mortgage payment or help keep utilities turned on. So that's when I decided um, I was approached by someone just saying, you, you know, if you were a 501c3, I could give you a donation and, you know, you could help on a larger scale. And uh, so that's what I did. And fortunately for me uh, in the financial industry that I was in, I had a lot of um, support from those in my office. Um, they had uh, a client attorney that drew up the paperwork and a CPA that drew up that paperwork pro bono for me, and I was able to get started. And then one of the branch managers sent a letter out to his clients and said, you know, he believed in this cause, and we had other people in the office that were going visiting with me at Walter Reed. And it would be nice if they, you know, thought enough, you know, to make a donation. And, and they did. Donations started pouring in, and I was like, wow, we can we can actually pay some mortgage payments, and we can pay some utility bills and groceries and, and things for the families. Mm-hmm. That's great. And Bill? So, Cindy, you've had the experience over the years to observe and witness combat veterans who have returned home to home and community after serving on the battlefield in combat. Many of these individuals experiencing uh, difficult times with reintegrating. Uh, I'm sure many of these individuals that you have uh, come in contact with uh, had uh, very uh, apparent sicknesses and injuries, and many with the invisible sicknesses and injuries. Tell us a little, our listening audience, a little bit about some of these individuals that you've come in contact with. Oh, sure. Um, well, the individuals that I come in contact with are veterans from all over the country, um, men, mainly rural America. Um, Many of them joined the military because they wanted to get out of a bad situation. Unfortunately, when they've been wounded, they've gone back home to that bad situation, now compounded with their injuries um, sustained in war. Um, the, the hidden wounds that you speak about are, are prevalent. Um, they're hidden wounds. Um, it, it's hard for... For people, you know, they, they see someone with a visible injury and they understand, okay, he's lost an arm, he's lost a limb. Um, but they see someone struggling with hidden wounds, and, and communities don't quite understand that sometimes, and it's frustrating for the veterans. Um, so they have to, to seek uh, organizations or help within their community to, to find a way to deal and cope with those hidden wounds, um, whether it's, you know, therapy or, you know, getting them out on retreats to to let them know, hey, there's other um, men and women suffering also. Um, so it, it's tough because we have 22 veterans a day that are taking their lives. Um, and Operation Second Chance, we try to do all we can to get as many as possible annually out on retreats so they, again, can be with their peers and, you know, oh, you're going through that too? I'm going through that, or my husband's going through that also. So it's it's a way for them to connect and, and continue that bond so that they're not forgotten when they go back home. Well, Cindy, you also mentioned that many of these individuals that you see are from rural America, and that in itself is a challenge, being uh, coming back to home and community in rural America of transportation, the availability of facilities to assist them. 
Uh, and, and I'm sure you've discovered that there's a tremendous impact on the families uh, who have served in combat, and uh, especially with the back-to-back employment, uh, deployments. Uh, we know that um, uh, recently uh, some of those individuals who were deployed have had in a range from three to eight times of uh, back and forth to the combat area. Tell us a little bit about the families and how they are impacted by that. Oh, definitely they are impacted. Um, Well, just when the veteran or the service member is deployed, that's a tremendous struggle and worry constantly on the families and and the children. I've got personal friends that um, their husbands have deployed up to those eight times, and it's hard. You know, the children are growing up without the family there. You know, I, I say this, you know, we have... Uh, Facebook or FaceTime and, and things like that and Skype that, that they can communicate better, but it's not the same as having your loved one actually home with them. So, right. um, And then there's an adjustment period when the veteran does come back home um, because the wife has been handling the whole situation, uh, you know, the household, and, and, you know, sometimes it's a little difficult. Uh, it's an adjustment when they come back home. But when someone is injured, um, whether physically or um, internally with these hidden wounds, um, it's, it, it's an adjustment, and it affects everyone from the wife to all the way down, each, each of the children all the way down. So it's not an injury exclusive to the veteran. Each member of that family feels that pain. Gary? That's unreal. We're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, um, and we'll be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. 
Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Cindy, founder and CEO for Operation uh, Operation Second Chance. Uh, Cindy, I see that, uh, you know, you, which is one of the reasons that we have a show is because we interview uh, organizations that are doing a great job, uh, and you're one of them. Uh, you know, you're, you're actually 25, the 25th spot, is that correct? Well, tied for 25th, 20, actually 26th, 25th, <laughs> um, yes, with MSN. Uh-huh. Uh, they just rated the um, 82 top veteran charities in the country, and we, we came in there at 20, 26, uh-huh. but 25 tied. <laughs> and have a back-to-back four-star rating with Charity Navigator, which is phenomenal. At 12 cents out of every dollar, again, goes towards uh, the overhead, which is phenomenal. And uh, you're doing a very good job. I just can't stop (laughs) talking about you doing that. Now, you do have other programs as far as a scholarship program, don't you? Yes, we do. We also have an internship program, um, Mm -hmm. which is funded by a family foundation. Um, This allows us to hire, um, on a part-time basis, injured veterans or their caregivers, which would be their wife or mother or whatever the case may be. Um, And we have those in Fredericksburg, Virginia. We have uh, one of the ladies in Tallahassee, Florida. We also have an intern. um, Her husband was wounded. Uh, She comes into the office uh, a couple days a week. So it's a huge uh, resource and help to us, and it is funded by a grant, which is phenomenal. All right. Now, you also you have a very strong board of directors that run a retreat program. But tell us a little about that retreat program. Yeah, so we have a highly decorated board of directors. We have two Purple Heart recipients that are sitting on our board now. Um, they they run. The, they're all volunteer, and they run the retreat program. So we have retreats in Montana, Colorado, Texas, Florida. Uh, Delaware, upstate New York, South Dakota, Idaho, Arizona. So we're doing horseback rides, and they go ATV riding. And, and uh, again, it's it's a chance for couples to reconnect. And um, we had one wife particularly told us um, at the end of the retreat, she said, thank you, you gave me my husband back. So this was a veteran who went home. He shut up his blinds, and he basically stayed in the house. He didn't want to go out into the community. And a couple days before the retreat, he told her he wasn't going to come on the retreat. And she said, if you want to save our marriage, you're going to come on the retreat. Um, And he did. And it was nice just to see him horseback riding, something that he hadn't done in in ages. And then um, just sitting there relaxing with no thought in his mind. And his wife said, what are you thinking? And she said nothing. He said nothing, and it's wonderful, you know, because he doesn't have to think about appointments. He doesn't have to think about securing a an aisle before he goes down in a grocery store or anything like that. So these are the things that are heavily on our veterans' minds. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, Bill. Cindy, uh, you you to be uh, commended with the very comprehensive uh, website that you have. I'm right at the site right now. And there's a section there that talks about our heroes. I think there are about four or five individuals there. Give us an idea, uh, an explanation about some of the uh, heroes that's come through and uh, their hardships uh, without getting into a lot of detail and how they were able to bounce back. 
Yeah, so we um, we receive emails and phone calls all day long um, from veterans or caseworkers j- uh, just reaching out to us because they've got a veteran that has fallen on hard times, or maybe they're not, um, you know, they're rated, they're they're VA rated, but they can't live off. They're they're basically living payday to payday. Um, they might have extenuating circumstances uh, beyond their control that something that's happened and now they're facing foreclosure, or they might have had a relapse and had to go into the hospital. Um, these are veterans that, that reach out to us. Can we help them with a mortgage payment or they're facing eviction? They have a three-day or a 10-day notice to pay or quit. Um, so once those requests come to us from the caseworkers, we're able to act on it within a 24 to 48 hours and get that uh, paid for them and, and keep them in their homes. Um, I know that's just a short-term fix, but we have one of our board me- uh, not a board member, one of our um, He's an injured soldier himself, uh, Air Force, actually. I shouldn't, shouldn't say that. He's Air Force. Um, he follows up with a phone call a, a week or two weeks later and will provide additional services and resources for these families. Uh, that's, that's, that's really interesting. Uh, now, uh, you, you talked about... Uh, uh, your rating with Charity Watch, which Gary and you both identified as just phenomenal uh, for having that level of uh, uh, spending most of the money that you receive in donations on the uh, on the program. Uh, are you having any uh, uh, particular events uh, or have had any events where you're uh, seeking assistance from uh, the public at large to uh, help support the operation? Yes. Um, one of our larger events is our Ride Allegheny, which is a four-day bike ride. It's, over, it's 310 miles. That's coming up in October. Uh, we have 10 injured veterans riding in that ride, but we start in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We do the Allegheny Passage, and we ride down the CNO Canal and end up in Gaithersburg, Maryland. So that's our largest fundraiser, um, and they've been with us since, well, since the day one, and uh, they're, they're at the point where they've reached $3 million. Um, it's important to know that Operation Second Chance has provided more than $6 million in assistance and morale-related activities um, during this time to uh, 10,000 individuals, uh, veterans and, and their families included. Um, but that's our biggest event. Um, this past weekend, uh, two weekends ago, we had a, a huge retreat for our veterans down on the eastern shore and their families, and it gave 31 families an opportunity to have spend a weekend together and fishing and kayaking and swimming and uh, just doing things. We had a private boat tour, so we try to get them out as much as possible and, and again, keep them with their, their peers. So if there are interested uh, veterans, uh, and I think there, there probably are, uh, which you've just mentioned about getting on these retreats and some of the trips that you have, uh, how, how can they get involved in that uh, to become a part of it? So they would send us an email, um, and then we have a, a standard application that we would send back to them. Now, our retreats are filled for this year, but we'll, at January, February time frame, we'll be reaching out, and we'll, we'll open up the retreat schedule for next year, and that would be the time to apply for that. But if they follow us along on our Facebook page or on our website, we have an, a calendar on there, and um, 
you know, we're, we're happy to, to have more likes on our Facebook page. We're trying to increase that and get the awareness out there even more. So, Cindy, I would imagine that the uh, uh, veterans who've come through your program and uh, had some degree of success with the assistance, um, would you say that they've been good ambassadors to help you spread the word in terms of uh, how Operation Second Chance can make a difference in a, in a veteran's life who, uh, who've got some concerns and issues? Oh yes, absolutely. Um, they go on and <clears throat> excuse me, they go back. <clears throat> sorry, they go back to their hometowns and um, they say, "Well, we, you know, what can we do here in our home state or our towns um, to raise awareness?" So they, you know, they might um, be a veteran peer on one of our retreats, and they might come the following year because we have a new group. Um, this coming week, we have a, a retreat in South Dakota, for instance. I'm sorry, Idaho this week. And we have sport for special forces um, veterans going there. We did have one of the guys that was able to go on one of our Montana treats several years ago. And um, he's the peer um, person for the this Idaho retreat. So he kind of knows the ropes and he'll be leading these other guys and their wives through through the things that are going to be happening in Idaho. Um, so it, it's good. They go back. We've had wives go back, um, as in our interns. We've helped their families along. They've wanted to give back, so now they want to have um, programs back for their communities. So that's why we have a huge presence in um, Tallahassee, Florida, and one in Fredericksburg, Virginia. So it's exciting to see the, the families come through, and then they go back, and they're fired up, and they want to continue um, doing something, giving back to Operation Second Chance, so they've got huge communities that they're reaching out to and, and they're peer mentors for other groups. So do you have uh, volunteers, uh, Cindy, that come in and help uh, maybe on an extended or limited basis to help you uh, in carrying the program out because you're a nationwide operation? We do. So all of our retreats are run by volunteers, and each of our um, board members that that are the the main key person for that, they have a host of um, volunteers under them. So they would reach out to the the horse group, like they volunteer their horses for us. Uh, The ATV group volunteers their group, and they they send volunteers to go along with each of these events too. Um, So, And we have, like, our whole Ride Allegheny group is – they're all volunteers, um, so it, it takes <laughs> it takes a village, as they say, and it takes a lot of planning to put on this four day ride. So they start in January um, already, and and have once a month meetings, and then as we get closer to the ride, we go to two two meetings, and then we have walkthroughs and plan throughs, and it, it again it takes a lot of people. You have a lot of logistics to work out. Um, transporting 140 people to Pittsburgh and then, you know, their bags getting from checkpoint to checkpoint and volunteers checking the riders in. It, 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 takes, a, it takes an awful lot of people to help. So we do have a great, uh, great community of volunteers. Right. Major operation. Yeah. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> do you go on all the outings with a them? Huge, we have a huge presence in Florida. It's one of our larger retreats, and it's it's pretty much happening year-round um, where we take the guys out fishing. Um, and, and most of the guys down there around the, the Tampa, the SOCOM area, um, and they're 
double amputees, many of them, and just to take them out fishing and watch them, you know, just smiling and having a good time and, and hoisting their, themselves up a ladder, you know, missing two legs and jumping off the boat is just, you know, it's just, they're, they're moving on. Their determination has been great, and it's just, they're very inspiring. So, Gary, that's right in your backyard. That sure is. That sure is. That might be an idea. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Cindy, founder and CEO for Operation Second Chance. Uh, Cindy, uh, we mentioned earlier about the retreats and, and, and the adventures. Now, you are for the two different types, and one's a short one. Is just an overnight trip? Is this just to get them out of the area or, or what? Yeah, so that's pretty much on the eastern shore. Logistically, we're not set up in the other states to handle um, children, so we can only handle two at a time, the the soldier and one other person with them, which is often their wife. but, you know, they have families, so we, we right. were able to bring the families, 27 of the families were from Walter Reed this past weekend. Um, some of them injured, some of them ill, some of them um, are dealing with cancer, and we feel like uh, those patients have, that have um, actually been deployed, at, they're just, they're developing cancer at this young age, and it's, I feel like it's something in the the air or the the earth over there um, in Iraq or Afghanistan or the burn pits or whatever. But, you know, we've lost a lot of veterans to cancer, and it's it's a very sad situation to have a a 19-year-old guy dying of cancer or anyone, but, you know, when when they've already put their life on the line. Right. And we have so many, so many like that. Right. And Bill? 
Well, Cindy, you one of the things that uh, we tried to, well, let's put it this way. We come in contact with a lot of organizations that are doing great things across the country, uh, such as yourself, and and we always try to offer some suggestions in terms of uh, networking. Uh, and Gary, as you recall, last week we had an interesting group on. What was that? Homes for our troops. Mm-hmm. Correct. And uh, you know, and uh, Cindy, you've talked about many of these individuals who um, you know are having issues with their you know rental payments and uh, uh, the other. Uh, responsibilities. And Gary, uh, one of the things that was really of interest to us with these homes, how uh, uh, convenient they are for folks, uh, uh, veterans who've uh, got missing limbs. And, uh, you know, it, it's very, uh, it's established so that they can move about uh, with the greatest of ease. So, um, uh, I, I just wanted to pass that on to you, and Gary, you might want to offer up their uh, URL in terms of uh, Second Chance uh, being in touch with them. Oh, definitely, and I can I can forward that to you if you're interested at all, Cindy. Um, yeah, I'm well aware of Helms for our troops. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, great, great, great. That's fantastic. Yeah, so there's a lot of great organizations out there, as you pointed out. Um, mm-hmm. If we have a request, for instance, that's much more than we uh, can pay per veteran, because uh, then what we'll do is we'll try to team up with some of those organizations and say, you know, for instance, if we kick in this amount of, of funds, would you kick in the same amount? Or you know, and and we try to team up with other organizations so that we can get that um, veteran and their families situated and taken care of. All right. Well, that's so it, we, we all understand. Uh, well, well, it is a team effort, and no one organization can do it all. So we like to, um, you know, help help out where we can. And, and if someone reaches out to us, another organization, we're happy to help. And we like when they are able to collaborate with us and help as well. Yeah, and and this relieves the frustration uh, we've experienced also because you know in in the veterans community. Uh, I personally believe that the greatest void is a lack of information for our men and women who serve this country, uh, uh, not having a good handle on all of the information in terms of how to navigate the system. Uh, you know, uh, in our lead-in, we talked about uh, the problems with uh, uh, service-connected claims being backlogged. And uh, many of our men and women, when they go in to seek these benefits and they, they, uh, they make the first step and they find it to be so bureaucratic that they throw their hands up and say, the heck with it, I don't want to deal with it. But having uh, someone to shepherd you through this process to learn a little bit more, I think, helps to change the situation around. And I'm sure you've done a lot of that with Second Chance also. Um, absolutely. Well, um, uh, we have uh, Andrew, who is in, based in Florida, um, that after we provide that initial financial assistance, he will call one to two weeks out and, you know, see how things are going, uh, see how we did as an organization, and also provide them with other uh, resources that are out there as well, too. So uh, we're all, even if the, like our 
assistance requests are 70% VA rated or above, um, but we have assisted with veterans that are shy of that. And if we, if we know that someone is struggling, we know that they have um, had a combat deployment especially, we're going to want to, um, you know, we reach out, the caseworkers reach out to us and say, look, he's doing everything right. He's just fallen on hard times. He's, he's got a job interview or several job interviews or, you know, this just fell through. Or um, in a case last week, um, a family, they have five children, all under nine, and um, they, their babysitter, like, fluked out on them several times, so many times that they both, the husband and wife, both lost their jobs. And, you know, they just couldn't find a sitter that would be able to come and stay with all the children. I'm hoping now that school's going to be starting back up, that that, you know, they'll find a little bit of relief um, for them. But, you know, they fell behind and their water was shut off and they were facing eviction. And, and um, you know, I'm like, how can you put a family of seven basically out on the street. This guy served in combat. So we worked with them and we worked with the caseworker. He's, he is, he's doing everything right. He's trying to, you know, apply for more jobs and the wife is trying to apply for more jobs. But, you know, sometimes they just need uh, a helping hand or a leg up, if you will. Well, that's, that's great that uh, Operation Second Chance has got so many positive programs to uh, to help our men and women who serve across the spectrum uh, in a very positive way. All right. And how many chapters do you have now? Uh, well, we're in all the states uh, that I mentioned oh. earlier. Montana, Colorado, Texas, Florida, um, Delaware, upstate New York. Uh, we have the new Idaho uh, that's just launched, and then we have retreats in South Dakota um, and Arizona, too. Those are horseback rides. They're week-long horseback rides. And then Florida, of course, is our largest uh, next to Maryland. Um, and upstate New York is really booming. Um, so it's pretty exciting. Um, you know, if we we work with a skeletal crew basically in the headquarters, which is in Maryland. And, you know, we're fortunate to have all these people out in the field that really believe in the cause, really uh, support our veterans and want to help as much as they can. So it's about raising awareness, raising funds so we can help as many as we can. Right. You know, we all know how important it is to uh, for the backbone of any organization as to volunteers. Now, if someone wanted to volunteer and help out, uh, why don't we, you let me know how I can do that? Is there a certain part on the website or is just is just yeah, contact? Or they can just send email? an email to info at operationsecondchance.org, and it's all spelled out. Again, it's info at operationsecondchance.org. Um, you know, we're, we're always looking for, like, specialties like uh, grant writers or things like that. We don't take visitors to the hospitals with us, but um, when we have events, we always need, you know, uh, help at the events. Hmm. What what uh, things do you have going that are fueled by, by your grants? I notice that you do a lot of grants. Well, most of those are financial grants um, to try to keep the funds coming in. As, as you know, we're, we're, we rely on donations and grant writing and fundraising efforts um, to keep us sustained uh, so that we can help as many veterans as possible. So keeping the, the grants coming in, the funds coming in, we can, uh, we can do more. Um, some grants are specific to uh, a state. I may write a grant to Colorado, for instance, and it may be restricted to Colorado. So we'll use those funds specifically on our Colorado retreats and helping veterans that are in Colorado. 
and again, our, as you know, our um, nation's heroes are across the nation, and we, we provide assistance across the nation. All right. All so right. we're small but mighty, <laughs> and I guess we're not really that small anymore. We're not, no. <laughs> we can't, you know, we're, we're getting out there. <laughs> Not at all. That's uh, you. You're growing by leaps and bounds. <laughs> I mean, that was only yeah. uh, what two years since we talked to you last, and and uh, yeah. uh, you jumped up from a, a local to a, a national company, which is uh, yeah. Well, phenomenal. I think when you're um, when you're uh, fulfilling your passion of helping our veterans, good things happen, and people want to step in and help. Mm-hmm. That's correct, and Bill. Well, again, looking at your website, uh, Cindy, I, I, you have some very um, uh, impressive partnerships that are helping you along uh, with, uh, uh, you know, serving in your mission. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So um, most of our partners um, are sponsors for the ride. Um, our largest sponsor, however, though, is Matten, which um, if you go to our website and you look at our partners page, you'll see uh, Matten. And they donate our office spaces. So this is a huge donation to us. Um, we have a suite um, of our own. We've got a conference room. We've got um, some windowed offices. And this just really helps us to... Um, you know, to grow and do more work as opposed to working from home or, or having meetings in coffee shops and things like that. So we're able to get a lot done, and we, we really appreciate that. And our sports partners um, donate tickets to sporting events, um, professional sporting events that, you know, some of these guys and gals have never been to a professional football game or basketball game or, or a concert. And just to hear them walk into a stadium and go, wow, this is every little boy's dream, you know, it's kind of exciting. So we we're able to do that. Um, we have other sponsors that um, are con- construction partners that help out if we're doing a small reno or something like that to a house. And uh, it's it's great to have all those. And again, you can't. Uh, many of these are fun- fundraising sponsors, so uh, they're. It really takes a, a village to, to do all these. So we have our ride Allegheny, and um, we just added Bone Daddy, which is in um, Montana. It's a motorcycle shop in Montana, and I want to call it a mom-and-pop motorcycle shop, but they're very excited to, to partner with us, and their rally towards Sturgis next year. They're going to have a poker run on Saturday, which is a, a great day for that, and they're going to give the proceeds to Operation Second Chance, so just things like that. Um, we have a great group. <laughs> That's great. Now, are you planning, uh, are all chapters going to get together and plan something for Veterans Day this year? This year? Yep. Each, uh, each uh, state uh, has individual things, um, like Montana, for instance. They have something in the town of Red Lodge, Montana, so they'll be doing something. We'll have something here in Maryland. We have a, a jump for our heroes. It's a horse jumping event here locally in Maryland that we'll all be participating in, um, Florida, everyone's got things going on. So it's hard to keep track of them. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. Well, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Thank you. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Cindy, founder and CEO for Operation Second Chance. Now, uh, Cindy, why don't you tell us a little bit about the business.org? Uh, uh, that's another uh, uh, business that rates uh, charities. And actually, yeah. were, they, were they 20 82nd? Uh, you came no, in? No, that's, um, that's MSN. Business.org rated Operation Second Chance as the best charity in Maryland to donate to. This is out of all charities, so this is really big for us this year. Yes, um, definitely. What they do is look at transparency, um, fundraising expenses ratio to program expenses and things like that. So um, it's a huge honor for us to, to be rated as the best charity in Maryland to donate to. Tied for 25th, too. That's, that's real good. <laughs> yeah, for for MSN, yeah, tied. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and give us our URL again? Um, OperationSecondChance.org, and it's all spelled out, O-P-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-S-E-C-O-N-D-C-H-A-N-C-E.org. Mm-hmm. And we have a great Facebook page, great uh, social media pages, and I guess while I'm on here, can I thank all of my uh, my huge staff of three, <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> Emily, Andrew, Stephanie. I appreciate all their help. All right. Bill? Well, uh, you mentioned uh, for Veterans Day, um, Cindy. Uh, this coming Veterans Day is going to be a very special Veterans Day because it's the 100th anniversary of the signing of the armistice that ended World War I. Uh, any themes or anything uh, you have planned around uh, 
uh, this coming uh, Veterans Day? Well, each of our um, states that we have a presence in will be doing something um, in, in their states. We have the Jump for Jump for Heroes event here in Maryland. Uh, it's up in Carroll County. We're going to be there, and we will make note of that as we do our uh, opening ceremony. Yes, and uh, where's that? Uh, where's that located in uh, Carroll County in the? Uh it's uh, in the Westminster the, area. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. There's uh, uh, quite a few veterans there in uh, in Carroll County. Yeah. So we'd like to uh, in, invite them out, and veterans will get in for free. Um, it's a it's it's a horse jumping show. So you'll have uh, horsemen and women uh, competing, and then uh, there will be a. a a small band playing. Actually, it's not a small band. It's a it's a known band um, in uh, the area, and they'll be playing. And uh, we'll have go into the evening, and and uh, the proceeds will be coming to Operation Second Chance. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Then we certainly encourage everybody in that immediate area and the surrounding area to come out and provide you some good support. Appreciate it. That's true. And again, all, all right. this information can be found on our website and our Facebook pages. All right. Now, we, uh, Cindy, we only have a couple of minutes, and it was a pleasure having you on our show today. Um, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Um, I guess the main thing is, you know, it's important to remember that uh, we had somebody ask me not too long ago that uh, now that the war's ended, you know, what are we going to do? And I, I had to remind her, well, the, you know, for those that are injured, um, the war is never going to be over, and that we need to constantly be a support system for them and, and be a resource for them. So it's important to know that we are still at war, and we've got uh, service members deployed to very dangerous parts of the world. Um, and when they're injured, their entire family is injured, and, and it does take a community, so we need the community's support to be able to continue our mission and do what we do best. That's fantastic. And Bill? Well, Cindy, thank you very much for being with us today, and we certainly want to recognize you for all the great things that you're doing. Your service to veterans is so important, and it will always be important, and uh, we'd certainly like to uh, extend an opportunity to you uh, sometime down the road or if there's something very special that's coming up to be our guest again. Thank you so much, uh, Bill and Gary. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm I'm blessed to serve and, and happy to do so. So I thank you very much for the opportunity to get Operation Second Chance out there a little bit more and, and help us to raise awareness for the many sacrifices of our veterans. All right. And again, that's how Bill was right. Uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, and maybe in a couple months, uh, you know, when you start advertising for your Veterans Day, let's say, uh, let us know and we'll we'll help you promote it. All right. We definitely will. Thanks so much. Now, if, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website, and you could hear all the archived shows right from your phone, and we're also syndicated on iTunes. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, and thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Be safe out there.
Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living.